Hi, everybody. This is Jimmy DeYoung. Thank you so very much for joining us to listen to a portion of the series on Esau and the Palestinians. Esau and the Palestinians is a five-hour audio series that deals with tracing from Esau, the twin brother of Jacob, all the way to the present-day Palestinian people. There is a history that needs to be looked at. We need to look at the past. We need to look at prophecy as it relates to what will happen to these descendants of Esau. And then we need to look at the present and see how this is all coming together. That's exactly what we do in the five-hour audio series on Esau and the Palestinians. I hope that this will be a blessing to you as we study the Word of God together. And now, an introduction to Esau and the Palestinians. And of course, the last scene is Isaac and Esau. And Esau comes back and realizes his conniving brother Jacob had got the blessing. And then he demands a blessing. If you read this and exegete it, I want a blessing. He started screaming and yelling, I want a blessing. And he said, okay, here's your blessing. He told him he'd serve his brother. His brother would be Lord over him. Verse 37, look at verse 39. And Isaac, his father, answered and said unto him, Behold, thy dwelling shall be the fatness of the earth and of the dew of the heaven and above, similar to what he told to Jacob. Now verse 40, And by thy sword shall thou live. And I will serve thy brother, and thy shall break his yoke off of thy neck one day. Verse 41, and Esau hated Jacob. And then the next chapters, go to chapter 36. The next chapters deal with what happened as far as Jacob going over into what we know as modern day Turkey and having 11 of his sons born, etc. They come back into the land, skipping over to chapter 36. Now these are generations of Esau who is Edom. We start to see Esau who becomes Edom. That is key. His name is changed here. 32nd chapter of the book of Genesis, Jacob's name was changed to Israel. Verse 6. And Esau took his wives and his sons and his daughters and all the persons of his house and the cattle and all of his beasts and all of his substance which he had got in the land of Canaan and he went into the country from the face of his brother Jacob chapter 37 verse 1 says Jacob dwells in the land where his fathers had dwelled that's the land of Cana Jacob is going to stay in Israel Esau is going to have to depart here's the departure the departure of these two brothers why did they have to depart from each other look at verse 7 of chapter 36 again for their riches were more than that they might dwell together in the land wherein they were strangers, and they could not bear them because of their cattle. Verse 8, thus dwell Esau in Mount Seir. Esau is Edom. I'm developing this. We're building a base for understanding these two nations. Jacob stays in what we know as Israel today, and he becomes Israel. Esau becomes Edom. He goes to Mount Seir. Mount Seir is that mountain range extending from the Dead Sea all the way to the Red Sea in what we know as modern-day Jordan. It became known as Edom. In the Bible, when you look at Jordan, modern-day Jordan, is Ammon, Moab, and Edom. It's divided into three parts. Ammon in the north, Moab in the center, Edom in the south. And in your Bible, you can look at your map there, from the southern end of the Dead Sea to the Red Sea, that is Edom. It was at that time known as the Mount Seir mountain range. 
That's where God sends Esau. He becomes Edom. Go to the book of Obadiah. We're just about finished, Tommy. Just give me a couple seconds and I'll be out of here. I know what you said. I'll be out of here just a second. Go to the book of Obadiah. Hurry, folks. Clock is running. 941 is the page in a good Bible. <laughs> or just find yours and look near there. It's between Amos and Jonah. That ought to help. <laughs> okay. Let me show you. I've talked about the delivery of these two nations coming out of their mother Rebecca's womb. I talked about the deception and it was a family failure. I talked about the departure of these two. The separation. Israel or Jacob staying in the land we know as Israel. Esau or Edom going into southern Jordan. And establishing two people now. Obadiah talks about they're going to be devastated. Look at verse 7. We'll develop this more, but just look at it for a moment. All the men of thy confederacy have brought thee to the border. The men that were at peace with thee have deceived thee and prevailed against thee. They that eat thy bread have laid a wound under thee. There was none understanding in him. Shall I not in that day, saith the Lord, even destroy the wise men out of Edom and understanding out of the mount of Esau? And thy mighty men, O Teman, shall be dismayed to the end that every one of the mount of Esau may be cut off by slaughter. Esau, or the descendants of Esau, Edom, the nation he became, are going to be completely devastated, almost here, but to a point where they have no longer a nation. They're going to be destroyed as a nation. Slip over to the last book in the Old Testament, Malachi. Let me show you where Paul got that phrase, Jacob I love, Esau I hate. Malachi, the last book in the Old Testament, the last of the prophets, just before the 500 year begins. It starts with him repeating what, he said, what Paul said he said, and it concludes with him saying that there's coming one who will be Elijah before announcing the coming of Messiah, Jesus Christ. That's what Malachi concludes with in the fourth chapter. Now look here. Verse 1, chapter 1. And the burden or the prophecy of the word of the Lord to Israel by Malachi. I have loved you. You see, this is to Israel. He's talking to Israel. I have loved you, saith the Lord. And yet you say, wherein hast thou loved me? Boy, that's Israel questioning the, the character of God there when they say, wherein have you loved me? I mean, you know, if, if God says he loves you, you don't ask him wherein. You accept that as what he's done. Here he's answering him now. Was not Esau Jacob's brother, saith the Lord? Yet I loved Jacob, and I hated Esau, and laid his mountains and his heritage waste for the dragons of the wilderness, destroyed Edom. Whereas Edom saith, we are impoverished. Now, here, here, here's, no, look here just a second, folks. I said at the very outset, we started off with Romans chapter 9, verse 13. I love Esau. I, I keep Freudian slip. I love Jacob. I hate Esau. What was he talking about? Not individuals. He's talking about nations. He's talking about two different nations that are going to come forth. One nation, Jacob, becomes Israel, the mighty Jewish nation. One nation, Esau, becomes Edom, another nation. And we're going to trace, in our study together, we're going to trace 
where they go to live, the impregnable city of Petra and the connection it has to prophecy. Then we're going to look at the Edomites throughout Old Testament history. Then we're going to look at that space between Malachi and Matthew. And finally, we're going to look at the judgment at Jerusalem. What's going to ultimately happen to Jacob and Esau, Israel and Edom. Edom is alive and well on planet Earth today. Edom is going to be returning to their land to try to take it over. Look what it says. If you don't believe that, look at verse 4. Whereas Edom saith, we are impoverished, but we will return and build the desolate places. Thus saith the Lord of hosts, they shall build, but I will tear down. They shall call them the border of the wickedness and the people against whom the Lord hath indignation forever. Jeremiah 49, Ezekiel chapter 35, Isaiah chapter 27, all say that Edom is going to be as Sodom and Gomorrah. Whoever these people are, these are a people that are a nation. They're going to be wiped out and never, ever come into existence again. The indignation of God. They're going to come back. They will be devastated. Obadiah talks about at the time, 500 years before the birth of Jesus Christ, Edom was destroyed by the Nabataeans. We'll look at that in another session. But they are going to be brought back. They're going to come back. We're impoverished. But we're going to come back. We're going to rebuild. We're going to come to power. And God said, oh yeah, you're going to come to power. But my indignation is against you forever. And you people, you people that were brought forth to serve the Jew will ultimately be judged. There's a people alive and well on planet earth. A people, descendants of Esau. A people who God will raise Jacob up and his descendants to wipe off the face of the earth. It's a prophecy that will be fulfilled and it's found within the phrase, Jacob I love, Esau I hate. God's selection between these two brothers has prophetic significance in the day in which we live. Thank you very much for joining us in this study of Esau and the Palestinians. Now, this is a five-hour audio series. You have just been able to listen to a portion of the introduction to this series. It's an audio series on CD, and it's available to you. You can call our toll-free number, 877-674-3298, or you can go to our website, www.prophecytoday.com, and go to our shopping mall and order your copy of the audio series on CD of Esau and the Palestinians. This series will help you to understand better what is going on in the Israeli-Palestinian conflict today and what God's plan is for the future. Thank you very much for joining us for this Bible study, and I hope it will help you to realize that the coming of Jesus Christ is close at hand. But before he comes back to the earth, at least seven years before that, he will shout, the archangel will shout, the trouble of God will sound, and we'll be caught up to be with him at the rapture of the church. By the way, that could happen at any moment. And having said that, nothing left for me to say except let's keep looking up until.